Welcome to the Witchy Woo Podcast with me, your host, Kylie Anna, brought to you by the Confidence Coven. Join our soulful sisterhood where we sod the shoulds and embrace spiritual freedom. In this space, let's connect with our spiritual side and explore the magical world of all things woo. Hello and welcome back to the Witchy Woo podcast. And today I want to speak to you about energy. And you've probably heard the expression, everything is energy. And it wasn't until I started down my spiritual spiritual path and started really delving in that I realized just how true that was. And I never realized how much energy was transferred between people. Obviously, we learn about energy in terms of science and physics, and I won't get into that basically because I'm not very good at physics, <laughs> but I do know it from a spiritual, energetic perspective. What I do know is my learned experience of how easily, especially if you are sensitive, if you are a light worker, if you are an energy worker, how easy it is to transfer energy between one another and therefore how important it is that we protect our energy and that we cleanse our energy and that we keep it it's like our sacred source of what is ours we need to honor that and keep that sacred and once you do start getting into a daily practice of cleansing and releasing and protecting your energy you will notice a huge, huge shift, or at least I certainly did. And so I'm hoping that these tips today will really help you. Now, you've probably heard the term empath and light worker and energy worker. And all of these things are, in my mind, terms for people who are more sensitive to energy and who can work with energy easier, who pick up other people's energy, who give off more energy and who can manipulate and change the energy around them. So although we kind of, when we first look at energy and we speak about protecting it and honoring it and cleansing it and releasing it, it sounds like it's perhaps a negative. Actually, it can be a huge superpower. If you can learn to manipulate energy to your advantage life becomes so much easier because not only are you releasing what isn't yours and keeping clear and cleansed within your own energy and calling back the energy that perhaps you've left behind, you're also able to change situations. And by that, what I mean is, say you're in a room with someone who is feeling really down and you can feel that energy just oozing off of them. Even if they say, no, I'm fine. <laughs> you can feel it and you can sense it and you know that they're not fine. By sending out your positive energy and wrapping them in it, you can lift their energy. And that is part of your work as a beautiful light worker. And if you're listening to this today, the chances are that you are a light worker, that you are an energy worker and that you can harness energy for the higher good, for your higher good, for everyone's higher good. So let's get into it. So have you ever found yourself feeling drained after being with people for the day? 
Even if you've absolutely loved your time with them, even if you absolutely love these people, at the end of the day, do you feel really, really drained? And I'm not just talking tired because you've had the day out. I'm talking where you feel physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually drained. Do you ever find yourself knowing or feeling or seeing others' energies and intention? I mentioned earlier about, you know, someone may be saying on the surface, they may be displaying, yeah, I'm absolutely fine. They may have a smile on their face and other people may not notice how they're feeling. They may just take them at face value. Can you see past that? Can you see that their energy isn't congruent? Can you see that they're not actually aligned? Rather than just seeing the surface layer, can you find yourself feeling and knowing the energy around other people? Have you ever been told that you're too sensitive? (laughs) That little phrase, too sensitive. I have often (laughs) been told I'm too sensitive, um, too emotional, because I do wear my heart on my sleeve and I do show my emotions. For me, that's a beautiful, beautiful trait. But do you ever get told that you're too sensitive? Do you find that people open up to you extraordinarily quickly? So for instance, you're in the shop. (laughs) You don't know anyone in the shop. You may be in the shop on your own. Do you have random strangers coming up to you and they'll start a conversation? And it's not just, again, surface layer conversation. They could get really deep with you and start telling you their life story. Now, I thought this was a very, very normal thing because this is something I've experienced my whole life. I have always had strangers coming up and telling me their life story. And I just thought that, you know, I happen to meet a lot of very open people. (laughs) But it wasn't until friends, family, my daughter even said to me, you know, why are all these people telling you all of this? How come you just talk to anyone and they tell you anything? So do you find yourself with strangers opening up to you? Have you overcome a trauma or many traumas and now want to help people to overcome the trauma that you went through and navigate through the feelings that you may have felt when you were going through said trauma? Have you ever found yourself wondering if you're a hypochondriac? (laughs) Because you're picking up on the energy from others. And some of us can feel the energy, not just the emotions, not just feeling the emotions of others, but feeling the physical pains and symptoms of other people as well. And so you may (laughs) go home with lots of different physical symptoms and start thinking, oh my gosh, what on earth is wrong with me? I'm either really ill or I'm a hypochondriac. (laughs) Have you always felt different from other people? And... (sighs) not even really being able to put your finger on exactly why it is that you feel different. Just feeling that you don't really fit in. Just feeling that everyone else doesn't get you. Do you find that being in nature, being out in in a park, on a beach, being surrounded by animals, does that give you energy? Do you find that surrounding yourself in nature boosts your energy? 
And likewise, do you find that you need quite a lot of time alone? Do you find that you need that time alone to recharge? You need that time alone in order to get your energy back up again. Because again, if you if you spend the day surrounded by people, you may feel drained. And actually then going inwards and being within your own energy may be able to help you recharge as well and help you gain clarity on what energy is yours <laughs> and what energy is coming from other people. So I've just listed off there 10 things and there are probably many, many more. But for me, these are the biggest factors into determining whether you are sensitive to energy and whether you can manipulate energy, whether you do work with energy on a deeper level than most people. So if you have found yourself like a little nodding dog, <laughs> along with all of those things, me asking you, have you found this? Have you found this? Then the chances are you are a light worker. The chances are you are an energy worker. And the good news, you have a superpower. You are able to manipulate energy to your advantage if you harness how to. And please know you are not alone. You're not in the majority. <laughs> I'll give you that. There's a far less people who are as sensitive to energy as you are, if you were saying yes to all of these 10 things. But this is why finding your tribe, finding your community is so, so important. Surrounding yourself with those like-minded people who get it, who know what it's like to work with energy to know what it's like to feel drained from being with other people, but still want to be with other people who need to be alone, who have people who divulge lots of information and all the other facts. So be sure if you haven't already to come and join my free community over on Facebook. Now, I do have some suggestions on how you can help yourself to navigate this because as I said, it is a superpower, <laughs> but at the same time, when you are very new to working with energy, it can feel not so much <laughs> like a superpower and more like a bit of a curse. So let's talk about the things that can help you if you have been saying, yep, that is me throughout this. And these are the things that I will often go through with my clients, because a lot of my clients will come to me and especially the ones at the start of their spiritual journey and will perhaps say that they've been drawn to me, but they're not sure why. And they wouldn't class themselves as particularly spiritual, but there's a reason that they're here. And when we start speaking about energy, that's usually the conversation where again, their heads get, their heads start nodding and they can really relate to being very sensitive to others' energy, but there are ways to help. So the first thing is by making sure that you always protect your energy. And there are so many different ways that you can do this, but my favorites are visualizations. So visualizations of a bubble wrapped around you so that only love and light can come into that bubble, into your space. A cloak over you doing exactly the same job as a bubble or a force field. Now, I like to do this every single morning and every single night. I think of my bedroom door as having a force field in the middle of it. And every time that I walk through it, I am protecting my energy. I am cloaking my energy. And only love and light, again, can come into my energy space. And once I've walked through this door, 
I am cloaked completely. And the great thing with this is it's a really quick one because you have to walk through your bedroom door anyway. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be your bedroom door. It could be any door, but just walking through any kind of walkway and visualizing it as a force field is a really quick and simple way to do it. And another way that we really need to help ourselves is by setting clear boundaries. So especially with those energy vampires. And I'm sure when I say energy vampires, even if you haven't heard of the terminology before, you will know exactly who I mean. Those people who completely drain you more so than than the average person, more so than those people who they it literally feels like they are taking from you, taking your energy from you as you are connecting with them, as you are speaking with them. And I'm sure that someone has probably popped to mind <laughs> as soon as I say, as soon as I say that. So it's really important that we set clear boundaries, especially when it comes to them. You may find that you have to put a boundary in place where you won't answer messages or calls after a certain time and putting a boundary in place that no <laughs> is an answer. It is a complete answer and it doesn't need a justification. If everything in you is saying, no, I don't want to do this. There's a reason for that. And it's okay to say no. And the next thing I want to talk about is your connection with or a strong sense of self. So having this strong sense of who you are, strong sense of your identity, strong sense of your energetic identity is going to really help you as well. Because when we are navigating, picking up other people's energies and leaving our energy in different places, it can become quite muddied as to what's ours and what belongs to someone else. So like we were talking about the physical pains, it can be different. If we feel a physical pain, our automatic reaction is to think that there's something wrong with us. But actually, have you considered the possibility that it's from Fred, who you saw earlier? Or if you're emotion suddenly seems to change or doesn't match the thoughts that you've been having all day? Is that coming from you or is that coming from someone else? And by getting to know your energy inside out and getting really familiar with your energy, you're able to more easily and not all the time, but more easily identify what's coming from you and what's coming from outside. And once you can do that, it's like a light bulb moment. It's so freeing to know that, oh, okay, this isn't mine. <laughs> I can set that aside and I can carry on. So to get to know yourself inside out, it's a really good idea to spend more time alone, which will help you to recharge anyway. If you are sensitive to other people's energies, it will help to recharge you, but it will also help you to get familiar with your more soulful side, with you, with your energy. You could try different routines and rituals to help you connect with your higher self and just sit within that energy. And your higher self is like the soul version of you, like the purest form of you. Without those human worries and constraints and your higher self won't bother itself with, <laughs> with those things that as humans we stress about and we worry about. And getting connected with your higher self could really help to keep you focused and give you clarity. And lastly, with connecting with, with yourself is connecting with your sense of purpose. Your purpose will always be that thing that completely lights you up. You just know, you can just feel that 
what you're doing is right for you. And you can feel that it's meant for you. And the more time you spend doing that, the more you're leaning into your own energy, into your soulful energy, into the energy of your higher self. And then thirdly, it's putting you to the top of your list, which I spoke about. We're not very good (laughs) at doing, but it's so important. You probably rarely do it, but if you start doing it more, you will notice such a huge difference in your energy levels. Putting you up there doesn't mean that you can't put anyone else up there as well. It's not selfish. It's needed. It's necessary. It's important. And you can do things like raising your vibration, doing what you love. That could be leaning into your sense of purpose. It could just mean doing an activity that you absolutely adore. And it doesn't have to be something huge. Um, It doesn't have to be something that's really time consuming or really costly. It could be something really, really simple. Do you have a favorite drink? You could just spend five minutes on your own drinking this favorite drink and just savoring, (laughs) savoring the taste of it, recharging your batteries while you're at it because you're alone. Whatever it is that you love to do. For me, music is my absolute world. So just putting on a tune that's going to get me up, get me dancing, get me singing away, embarrassing my kids like mad. And it completely shifts my energy. So whatever feels right for you to raise that vibration, to shift the energy, doing what you love. Another way to put you at the top of your list is spending time switching off. So not necessarily doing anything. Society often tells us that we should be doing things and we're always encouraged to be doing things. But being is just as important as doing. And sometimes being Spending some time being (laughs) can be even more productive than spending time doing. Because if we're at the point of being completely drained and we're still carrying on trying to do things, it could just add to the overwhelm. Whereas if we spend time being, it can give us that little boost, that little recharge that we need to then go off and start doing again. Another thing that you can do to put you at the top of the list is cleansing away energy from the day, from other people. I like to do this really simply at the end of the day, having a shower or if, you know, if you don't want to have a shower at the end of the day, then just simply washing your hands. And as you do it with intention of anyone else's energy or any energy that you've picked up along the the course of your day that isn't for your highest good, visualize that going down the plug hole. Visualize it coming off of your spiritual body, away from your energetic being and down the plug hole. And similarly, putting you at the top of your list, you can remove yourself from situations that negatively impact your energy. And we all know the ones, again, going back to the notion of being a people pleaser (laughs) and perhaps always putting yourself last. You may struggle to say no to certain situations. You may struggle to remove yourself from situations, even though you know that they're not great for you. And that's something to embrace, to start doing, to remove yourselves from those situations that negatively impact you. We don't need that. We don't have time for that. So as I said a bit earlier, it can sometimes feel like a bit of a, a bit of a curse. <laughs> being so sensitive to energy, but it can also be such a beautiful, such a huge blessing. And it's such a gift that you have. You also have the ability to manipulate energy to your advantage and to help people in the ways that they most need. 
So you've probably been in situations, other people may not pick up on the things that you do, but you just know things about how people feel. You just know things about situations and your ability to shift and change the energy will help you to help other people. And with your gift, you can make someone feel important. You can make them feel valued. And how beautiful is that? You can make them feel these things by being truly seen and heard. They will feel seen and heard by you because you will understand them on a deeper level than than the average person would be able to understand them. You've seen to the core of them, not the pretty smile that they've put on their face or the way that they're holding themselves or the words that they're using. You can see them for them. And that is such a gift. And once any of us learn how to take care of our own energy and make it a priority, making looking after our energy a priority, that's when we can soar. And don't get me wrong, but I am a work in progress and I'm working on prioritizing my energy, putting my energy up there. And I have noticed such a huge difference within my own life which is how I know that it works. I've worked with so many clients where we have incorporated these factors and every single day, part of daily routines of cleansing, protecting, being within our own energy. And it does cause massive shifts. And I will often notice those times where I don't have my morning ritual, for instance, where I will meditate, I'll light a candle, I'll light some incense, I'll pull a card, I'll look at crystals and Oh, I love that time. That is my me time. If I have a few mornings where I don't do that, I really notice the difference because I'm not honoring my own energy by doing that thing that I absolutely adore. So I do know that this stuff really works and I know that it will work for you as well. And I'd love to hear how you get on, perhaps if you incorporate some of these things into your daily life, into your daily practice and see what difference it makes. See what difference cleansing away the day makes. See what difference protecting your energy from those energy vampires makes for you. And be sure to head on over to my free community on Facebook where we can discuss all of these things. Please know that you can reach out at any time and let us know if you have any fantastic tips for dealing with energy, for working with energy, for how to make ourselves feel more aligned and less drained (laughs) and work with energy in a more effective way. I would love to hear your tips as well. But until the next time, I will speak to you very soon. Listening to today's episode of Witchy Woo. I hope you enjoyed the episode and why not come and connect with me further? You'll find all of the links down in the description and why not head on over to our free Facebook community, the Witchy Woo Soulful Sisterhood. You can check out my Patreon for more additional bonuses. If you want to take a deep dive into your spirituality, why not come and join us in the Confidence Coven membership for a soulful sisterhood? I'll see you in next week's episode. And don't forget, you're bloody awesome the way that you are. So let's sod the shoulds this week and make it a wonderful one. See you soon, lovelies. Witchy woo!